Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. We've got some great stories today, and our first story is from Taylor BRWR. Landlord insists on charging me a $100 late fee? Okay, I'll hold my rent payment as long as possible then. It looks like my bank returned my rent payment to me that I submitted to my landlord last Friday. I called the leasing office about this, and it turns out this hasn't appeared in their system yet. It shows I have a zero balance. So, I offer to bring in a money order immediately after our call so they could still receive their payment in anticipation of the ACH return. Therefore, they still receive the funds today, either case. However, they told me to include an extra $100 since the system will classify the payment as late. Nope, never mind. If you're deciding to charge me a $100 late fee, I'm taking full advantage of it being late and will no longer be coming in to pay today. I told them that. They can expect their payment on the pay-by date of the notice they file this month. If you were in OP shoes here, and you offered to bring in a money order on the same day, so that no matter what, you paid them on time still, would you personally head down there yourself to hand that money order over to them so that you have recourse to fight this? Or even at an extra $100, is it not worth trying to fight these landlords, a company nonetheless, on this unjust late fee? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Harlow714. Must wear sleeves? Fine, but you didn't say what kind. I work in a high-end jewelry store, Rolexes, $150,000 rings, etc. But all in all, our dress code is business casual due to our location. In summer, I wear slacks and sleeveless blouses. Nice prints and fabrics, but no sleeves. Thus, my numerous upper arm tattoos show. This, along with two nose piercings, have never been an issue. Until now. We're booming in business, and I got a promotion to match. My boss tells me he'd like me to start wearing sleeves. Okay. Fine. This was pretty expected, but he never said what kind of sleeves. I went to a local shop and found every see-through sleeved blouse I could buy. Mesh, sheer nylon, thin white fabric, you name it. I overheard a snippet of conversation that ended with someone telling him, but she has sleeves, so oh well. I have a lot of respect for what OP did here. I think as we continue to move forward in time, we're becoming a lot more open and accepting of tattoos. I know it's been quite a while now, but if you look back to the early 2000s or even late 90s, having tattoos showing visibly while you're working at really any kind of place instantly got you the perception that you're just like a total trashy worker and you're unhirable. I think I'm always glad to see that stigma lessening as time goes on. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Every single video has awesome stories, like our next story from KCX. You want me to search for non-existent products? Got it. Three years ago, I was working in a popular local cafe in the middle of a big city. Obviously, there were a lot of customers during rush hours, and of course, the usual Karens. 
At this time of the story, I was just finishing my training to be fully hired. The manager, Steve, was an utterly obnoxious person who was overall very disturbing. He'd tell us to do something, then change his mind while we were halfway through it. Anyways, he wasn't exactly competent, but we were low on staff and the owner desperately needed a manager. So this one day, I'm just clocking in and I see my first clients are a bunch of kids in their Karen of a mom. Yes, she had the haircut. The following conversation ensued. Karen says, what are your muffin flavors? I say, we have, naming all the muffin flavors. Karen interrupting me says, no, no, I'll just take one of those special edition muffins. Points to the back of the kitchen like she's expecting me to make them for her. I say, oh, sorry, those are limited edition muffins. We don't have them anymore. Karen rolling her eyes said, yeah, I know, just give me five of them. Me a bit louder thinking she didn't hear me. We don't have those anymore, ma'am. I'm sorry. She says, just give me them. What's wrong with you? Give me your manager. Now at this point, I'm pretty pissed because this woman is screaming at me at the top of her lungs and gathering all the attention towards her. So I do as she asked and get her the manager. Steve looks mad as soon as I disturb him. He goes to see the Karen and comes back to me. Steve says, just give her the muffins now. I say, we don't have any of those muffins left. I already explained that to her. He says, there are some left, just find them. I say, where are they? I'm pretty positive we don't have any left. He says, I don't care about your opinion, just find them already. Ask others to help you find them if you're that dumb. And don't go back to that lady or any other clients until you find those muffins. Me thinking about what he just said. Okay, sir, I'll give her the muffins. He says, that's better. So I go and try to find them everywhere in the store. Of course, there's none left as the muffins are seasonal items. And since none arrived in stock, there are no special edition muffins left. Cue malicious compliance. Since Steve told me to not go back to that lady or any other clients until I found the muffins, I do exactly that. Since he also told me to ask others for help, I make sure to let every employee know my desperate need for help in finding the muffins. In the end, since no one liked Steve anyways, we all went searching for the muffins. For several hours, clients kept pouring in until one of them dared to ask what we were all doing running around. I calmly explained that our manager sent us searching for something and we couldn't work until we found it. I insisted that our hands were tied and we couldn't serve them until our manager said so. Every single client went banging on Steve's door demanding to talk to him. As soon as he opened the door, everyone started yelling at him to let the employees serve them. Visibly confused by so many people in the cafe and in front of him, he shouted my name. I wasn't allowed to stop searching, so I replied by yelling back too. He eventually came in front of me and asked me what the freak was going on. The following conversation was priceless. I say, oh, I was just searching for the muffins. Steve, looking like he was about to pass out, said, what? Why? I say, well, you asked me to find them and to get help if needed. You insisted I shouldn't go serve anyone until I find them. Since we never found them, we never got to work again. Steve, realizing he just lost hours of profit, said, Seriously? Go back to work. Now. Me, with a smug smile on my face, said, But we didn't find the muffins yet, sir. Would you like to search with us? Steve went ballistic on me, saying this was insubordination, that I had the IQ of a slug, etc., 
Meanwhile, the Karen sent multiple complaints to the owner about the manager. At the end of the day, the owner personally came in to announce to Steve that he was fired and replaced by one of my coworkers. We never had any other seasonal muffins after that. You know, if you hear a story about a muffin place trying out seasonal muffins or limited edition muffins, and you hear that at some point they just stopped that altogether having seasonal or limited edition versions, you would think it would be because they sold horribly, you know, they couldn't move the product. It's hard to believe that this bad manager was the sole reason that they stopped altogether having these seasonal items. Our next story is from Hinosaur. You don't want me to guess? Okay, you asked for it. So, this happened in the late 80s. I was 13 years old and got a weekend job at the local bakery. Nice job and was paid around $13 an hour selling bread, cakes, handling the register, cleaning, etc. My boss was a creepy guy, and his ditto creepy wife also helped around. They were both the kind of people telling you to do A, not B, and then yelling at you for doing A instead of B. The bakery was quite famous for making 12 kinds of petty four cakes, all different flavors, so of course we sold a lot. The 12 different flavors had different designs. One weekend, an older woman came in and wanted to buy some, asked for 12 cakes, four specific ones, and I put the cakes in a box. Two hours later, she comes back complaining. None of the cakes she bought were the flavors she wanted. I didn't understand what happened and apologized. My boss and his wife heard my conversation with the customer and came in yelling at me, giving me the time of day in front of all the customers. I was useless, I had to know, and from now on I had to be sure what was in the petty fours before selling any. It turned out that two days before my shift, a new baker had been hired. He made the petty fours but not with a normal design for each flavor. I asked my boss if we could have small signs telling customers and me the different flavors. Bad move. He and the wife yelled at me again, and the old woman felt sorry for me. One week later, the woman returned and wanted to buy pedophores again. I saw my boss and wife spying on my customer service. No signs for flavors. So malicious compliance coming up. I loudly greeted the customer. Oh, you want 12 pedophores? You're lucky we have 20 different ones today. Flavor and filling, you ask? Let's see, I'm not sure. Then I took one of each pedophores and took a bite while loudly explaining... This is with coconut, this is with whiskey, this is with orange. The customer couldn't stop laughing and chose her 12 pedophores, paid, and left. I turned around and saw the boss and wife completely shocked. I said, you told me I had to be sure. Next shift, we had small signs for every pedophores. I think what OP asked for was more than reasonable. How is somebody supposed to sell a product while not actually knowing the contents of that product? This is like having a pizza place where people come in and order from you what pizza they want and then you just have to turn around to a stack of pizza boxes and choose the one with the right toppings without ever actually opening any of them. You're gonna screw up. And our final story of the day is by Jedi Bow Jedi Prime 29. You think this is slow? Hmm, I'll show you slow. Okay, so this one still makes me laugh every once in a while, a few years ago by the way. Sometimes after my shifts, I walk down to a local grocery store to grab some snacks or lunches for the rest of the week. For this particular day, I'd screwed up my knee badly, mainly because I tripped on ice. Ah, oh, Canada winters. I'm visibly in pain and visibly limping. I have one thing in mind. 
get in, get out, get the bus, and play Halo till 3am. That's all I want. Karen, though, she wanted The Flash. Now here's a note about me, not only am I big in height, but also in size. It's a bit of a sore spot because even though I learned to love myself, when it's picked on by strangers it pisses me off. Fun fact, trying to disregard what people think about you is hard. Anyways, I'm limping in and going semi-slow as I'm wearing boots, trudging through deep snow and carrying my heavy bag. This speed demon in a white BMW whips through the parking lot after being stuck behind the grocery store delivery truck, almost hitting me. I was close to other cars, so she almost hit them too, and kicking up snow that barely missed me. I let out a loud, what the freak, and then finished my lot walk and entered the store when this crazy lady had teleported into the store. Now she's behind me and without knowing she was the driver, I went to open the security gate thing to be polite. And then it begins. I begin to open the gate. Karen says, Ugh, move it, fat butt. Christ, so slow. Can you move any slower? Angry grumbles. I was, of course, upset. Like, what the heck, lady? I saw my buddy and he was like, Whoa, you okay? And I said I was fine and then moved on. I got my stuff and began to walk out when the universe gifted me some revenge. She was right behind me again. Now funny thing about this door, there's three doors in the lobby. The outside, the inside door, and then the entrance with the gate and the exit. Just like the entrance, the exit is a bit of a squeeze. Ha! Slow, eh? I'll show you slow. I had to, my knee was killing me, smirk. Karen's going ape crap, she can't go around me, as they have cleaning carts for the night on the right, and to the left side would mean squeezing by me, and she obviously wasn't gonna do that, having to almost touch the fat guy? Oh no, we can't do that, let alone just say, excuse me, nah, too hard. She ran to the entrance door, take it, it's not a far walk out, I was just taking my time. She whips the gate open, but due to the security, the entrance door doesn't open from the other side, only to enter. Is that a safety violation? Eh, probably, but watching Speed Demon try everything to get the door open was priceless. And then in the lobby, I did it. I walked my speed before, which was a faster slow, to her horror. She calls out, what the heck? And I said, well, you asked me if I could go slower than slow. I was just filling your request. Her face was priceless. Her comments and bullying did crap to help her. She eventually just went around the other side because, as I was leaving the lot, she pulled out fast, running a red and almost hitting another car. Now you're probably thinking, what the freak was she buying? And I don't know. All I do know is it must have been candy because she was in this aisle with me. Six feet apart before COVID by the way. Guess my fat was infectious. The only thing I'm surprised with is how her car's still intact, as she drove faster than Lightning McQueen in deep snow and ice. Maybe next time just say, excuse me? I would have been happy to move out of the way. No problemo. I mean, yeah, it's common courtesy. Here's the thing, if you don't want to feel rude saying, excuse me, then you should just shut up and accept it, because otherwise, you're just being even ruder and a witch for speaking up and just saying like a altogether rude comment that just puts down the other person. But with that said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another malicious compliance story that was even more insane than the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 